In Jesus' name we pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, once again we thank you. Our heart rejoices because as you are seated on the throne, we as your children, you brought us together, Lord, to be with you, to experience your presence. Lord, more than all, as we are given our part unto you, now we are here to receive from you. Father, give us more of your grace to receive your word as you want us to be, O oh Father. Let your word fill our hearts. Let your word as its purpose in our life. Convictions, corrections, edification, encouragements and blessings to us, O oh Father. With thanksgiving, we ask this prayer in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please take your seat, put our hands together while you are sitting. Praise the Lord. Once again, it's my privilege to stand before you to share God's word. And uh, when December comes, I need not tell you, everyone remembers, and uh, we will be waiting for this month. I do not know, it differs from person to person, right? It differs to person to person. How you expect this month, or some of you, you might have thought that just pushing the months from January till November, and now we are in December, and some of us, with a minute, uh, the, for uh, just a minute of, uh, or uh, what do you call that, in a short time, we, as if we started January, we are in, end up in December. And what do you do? How it has gone? Sometimes it is very joyous. So it is a combination of, it is uh, trials, temptations, hardships, joy, rejoicing in the personal life, family, working place, it's so on. It goes on, the list is goes on, on and on. But when, the, when we are nearing to the close of the year, always this is our attitude of a Christian as a believer, always remember the past and giving thanks to him. So what, what God has been doing in our life, and we have to recollect everything and give thanks to the Lord. That is a one portion of it. Other portion, always looking forward. Oh, the new year is coming. What we will receive it? What promise will be there? Some of us, we do not even remember what was the promise of the year 2019. Some of us will be expecting, we don't, we forgot about 19, but we will be looking forward about 20. What is going to be in is it, is, it, is it right? God is, but whether you believe it or not, whether you notice it or not, God is doing great things. Yes. He is great. Yes. And most of the things we do not know, not all of us will know for two reasons. You know why? What are they? It will surprise you. 
Number one, the testimony is what is shared here in victory night service, vigil night service, in the intercession is not known or heard by everybody. What is the reason? Not everybody attending every service. Am I right? Is it speaking to you? Yes. I am not condemning you, but it is all depends upon your nature of job, your distance, all these things. But I bring it to your remembrance. Many things God does in the lives of your people and it is testified here, but not everyone heard about it. That is one. Number two, what is that? Indeed, God is faithful, God is great, God does wonderful things in most of our life or everyone of our life. But not everyone come forward to testify. So, you may be in one of the classes, right? Or if you make another one group, everyone, every time somebody will be here to testify. There are some people. So, which category you are, you know about it. But one thing we should remember. Our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. He is great. Whether you accept, you confess it or not, whether you praise Him or not, God is God. He is God. He is unchanging. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. When we come, when I thought of the message for today, it is a, it is a season. What is the season? Always we say that. This is the season. And uh, who is the reason? Christ is the reason for this season. Right? And this is what we hear. But it reminds us, this, apart from the testimony and thanksgiving, it reminds us, when the December comes, it reminds us, oh, as we heard, it's a celebration. Yeah? Celebration differs from person to person, family to family. How you celebrate it? Why you celebrate it? You are not forced to celebrate. But it is all depend on your heart desires. The state of your mind changes the situation. Or the situation made, or your state of mind is dependent upon your situation. How you take it? In what situation and circumstances you are living? What are the challenges you are facing? What are the victories God has given? God in He, He delivers His people. He heals us. Just a simple thing. Many people, those who have started this year, some of them we lost it. Am I right? Some of them are not here. They are no more in this world. Some of them that started the year with good health and strength, they have fallen sick and a God restored. 
some of the families they have gone through a very difficult situation god raised them up some of them still they are remaining in that situation whether in your personal life other in your family life in your working place the trials and the, and the afflictions are through your colleagues or your bosses whatever it is so on if it is not directly to you and related people you are related people so again it is it is very wise but god has kept us here today some of us who started with this in the year and they have left this country we are here when you count all these things so we will come to understand and say to him what god has been to you he because he is full of grace and is full of mercy amen so here as we are coming to this year even as i thought of it is about the christmas season the birth of jesus christ and uh, as a christian even though the world look at it in different way we as god children we always focus on worshiping god singing new songs unto him learning new songs like our carol service or a combined carol service there are so many worship different languages different people coming together when well, i i like that why uh, that reminds us one thing in this this is a great blessing different people different nationalities different languages different background different cultures we come together in the same way in our cancer why it reminds us what is the one thing god when god created us god never created people or human to be independent we need one another depend on each other that is why love one another so in the creation itself when god created everything is good 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 at last he said man it is not good for a man to be alone so immediately he made a helper so it is started from there so now god has kept us together we need one another even all the epistles it is written we are live together from christ love one another worship together so we are all together all glory to god in psalm 46 verse 10 tells us be still and know so we are to do this on daily basis whatever the situation surround you are surrounded with whether if you say it is difficult hard to bear now it is difficult to stand but god said be still and know who our god so what you are doing how do you know that so in this time i always used to say whenever you come to worship please remember two things what are the two things those who remember tell me what are the two things always 
time and again I am exalting from here. We should know two things. What is the two things? One is? Come preferred, yes. Worship is not depend on the choir or a leader. Worship is depend upon you. How you prepare, it depends upon you whether you like it or not. That is up to your preparation. That is right. But always I used to tell you two things. One is, know about God, who He is. Secondly, know about yourself, what you are to Him. See, how many times I made this statement from here, none of us, you, come forward to say or remember. So now you know what kind of worship we are doing here. We should know. I, I used to encourage even the students those who study with us. The more you know God, as He has a different names, that that be, that is more easy for you to worship. The more you know God, the more easy for you to worship. It is not the knowledge, but knowing God by your experience. Hello? I'm telling to you only. How much you know God in your life? For an example, I used to say, when you say, God is good, God is good, God is good, all the time God is good, it is a slogan for a Christian and believer. When you say God is good, you should mean it. For what? Why you say God is good? On what area? What He did it for you? Meaningfully say God is good. Did I not tell you from here? Please don't misunderstand me. These are all the very basic as a Christian. We should know. Secondly, as I said, you should know by yourself. So when you come here, that, that, that is dependent upon your state of your mind. How much, how you are coming here, how you, the, what condition you are here, what you are, you are surrounded with, what is your heart is filled with, what is in your mind, how, what was yesterday, what was today when you come here, before you are coming here. Know that situation. Even when you enter, one word will be there. God is great. He heals you. He delivers you. He protects you. He provides you. But when you come with the need, that is a promise for you. Before the preacher comes, before everything. One word is enough for you to hear, acknowledge and understand it. But, Again, it is up to you to receive it. God is speaking. But if you are not prepared to receive God's word, how can God, you expect God to bless you? Some people are all the time grumbling. How can God get rid of me from this situation? But dear brother and sister, problem is not with our God. The problem is with us. 
Anyhow, we are going to know. So today, we are going to meditate from Luke Gospel, chapter 1, verses from 46 to 55. It is called as a song of Mary. And you know the background. Do you know the background about it? I need not repeat it. It is the angel came to Mary and he spoke to her and revealed to her and he said that she will have a child and the son of man, son of God should born through him. She is the chosen vessel and when he said, she said how come it is and God said in 37, for with God nothing will be impossible. We know this statement, this verse. We quote this word and let us be reminded to whom, when, by this word was spoken. And it is continuous. After hearing that, and also she was told about Elizabeth, who is uh, wife of Zachariah, and uh, even the scripture says she was barren. But the angel of the Lord said that he will, she will also conceive and it is a third month for her. But hearing that, Mary is going to visit Elizabeth. And after Elizabeth greeted her from 45, Blessed is she who believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, this is our portion. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generation will be called, be blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy he is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with the good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Amen? In this song, Mary specified three things. I titled this message, Why we should worship God, or you can say, How we should worship God. In this portion, Why we should worship God? Three things Mary reminds us. 
She says that the famous line in verse 48. From now on, all the generations will call me blessed. Why will they do such things? See, it tells us that very next verse. For the mighty one has done great things to me. Mary does what talk about the thanksgiving. She counts her blessings. That's why I started with, now we are in a position, we are in a time to count our blessings, what God has done or God does in our life from January till now. Count your blessings. Here she says, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. And he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. Behold, henceforth all the generation will call me blessed. Verse 49. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Is it not our God? Hello? What God has been to Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, he is not our same God? I think you are expecting only 25th of December when Jesus Christ is going to born on this earth. My dear brother and sister, he has born 2000 years before and he died and he lived forever. And today he is the same. But when I say that this should be the same God for you and me, but you are keeping silent. What does it mean? Is it that you are waiting for 25th? The newborn baby to come? Jesus lay forever. The one who Mary declared is the same for you and me. He is mighty. He is living. He is faithful. He has done great things. He does great things in our life. That is one of the reasons for us to worship God. That is what this portion of the scripture reminds us through Mary. God is great and He does great things. If, not, if some of you, if you think, what is the great thing? If anyone who thinks that, what is the great thing? Your very life on this earth is a great thing. Hello? The very life you are living in this earth is the great thing. As we are the children of the living God, is the greatest thing. Nothing going. God not only does great things, He has done the greatest thing in our life. We are the children of the living God, who is the creator of heavens and the earth. For that, day by day, we have to thank God. Many times I testified about how God taught me, and why should I praise God for it? 
that is very shortly i i, I when i was uh, studying about uh, on my uh, when i was in teenage i used to count how god blesses me i know the birth rate and the death rate of the country india and also the world in one second how many people dies in india and how many people dies in the world but i am not die not one second one minute one day one month one year every second people are dying from this world we are living in a uncertain world our life is not in our hands it is in his hands we cannot predict that i will live for this many years psalm is very clearly says our days are in your hand i like that statement so but we are differ we have a confidence in our god who is great so if every second people are dying how how old are you you count it at that time i said lord when i was 17 years old 16 years old i said what you are to me for done to me for 16 years to thank you for the past days of 16 years or 17 years my future is not enough my future is not enough to thank you for everything what you have been doing it is not saying i mean what i say because i used to write on daily basis then monthly basis then yearly basis at last i come to understand and declare that what god has done to me is abundance which i cannot count it i have the record so my dear children of god god is doing every time everything is a greater the great as great is your very life the greatest is the life in christ okay because of the time i have to rush it up let's go secondly yeah why 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 mary is saying is god is loving god was mindful of mary and he exalted her god is almighty god is the mighty one who can do great things in our life as he, as he was with mary and god is holy and god is always perfect there is no one else like god that's what she said what is she said and holy is his name 49 so what about you do you recognize all the wonderful things god has done to you so it goes on so there is a uh, there is a poem written by somebody and there he says about his experiences i am reminded of this poem when i prepared this and he has he says i ask god to take away to take away my pain god said no it is not for me to take away god said it is not for me to take away but for you to give it up it is we who carry the pain on us so god said no you give it away secondly he says i ask god to make my handicapped child whole or to heal god said no why her spirit was whole her body was only temporary 
So it is not the body, but the spirit. So God is concerned more about your spirit than your body. Those who believe say Amen. <laughs> we should be very alert. That's why I used to say, pay attention to each and every word. Grasp it. What is for you? Even when you acknowledge, God rewards you. Because those words will get into your heart. That will help you one time or the other. God, the Spirit of God will remind you this. If you sleep now, you miss it. That's it. Third, he says, I asked God to grant me patience. He said, no. Patience is byproduct of tribulations. It is not granted, but it is yearned. We have to yearn the patience. It is a byproduct of tribulations, trials. No one can say that I should not have trials. Don't pray for it. God will say no. Patience is the byproduct of your trials. Four, I ask God to give me happiness. God said no. I give you blessings. Happiness is up to you. I give you blessings, happiness is up to you. Why we are not happy, no? Some of us, we do not know whether we have blessings or not. <laughs> that is the problem. How much God bless, we are not acknowledging that. If you joyfully acknowledge the blessings of God, definitely happiness is your part. Right? Five, I asked God to spare me pain. God said no. Suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. So when you go through this situation, when God allows you to suffer or pain, that is the time the more you come closer to God. God allows those things. Whenever we are a little bit far from God, then God allows you, gives you pain, so that you will come near to Him all the time. I ask God to make my spirit grow. It is good to pray. Ask Him. God said, no. You must grow of your own, but I will prune you to make you fruitful. You want to grow? God will prune you to grow, not only grow, to be very fruitful. But it's not easy. Pruning is a painful thing. So we should prepare ourselves and allow God to prune you so that you will grow and be fruitful. I ask for all things I might enjoy in life. God said, no. Why? I will give you a life that you may enjoy all things. Hello? God has given us life 
to enjoy. We cannot ask God to give us what? Joy. He says, I ask God to help me to love others as much as He loves me. You know what God said? Oh, finally you love. You have got an idea to love one another. God was so happy to hear that when you pray, when that person pray. So is it our prayer today? I am not telling story. Even if it is a story, you should be attentive to that. Eh? I started with God never created us to be independent. We need one another. Love one another. The greatest command. Love me and love one another. This is not only simply saying, you love one another as I loved you. We are ready or we are very much eager to know and wanted God to love us. But we don't want to love one another. That's not right. So if you want God to love you, learn to love one another. Okay, let's go fast. Secondly, giving mercy to those who fear Him. 50 to 53 verse. He says, she said, his mercy is on those who feared him from generation to generation. And he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. And he's got on to 53. And he has put down the mighty from their thorns and he exalted the lowly. And he has filled the hungry with the good things and he has, the rich he has sent away empty. So God is so merciful. Is, he is not merciful to you? Amen. We are here only because of his mercy. Amen. So that is the reason in the songs of Mary she reminds every one of us for what? How to worship, thankful to God for His mercy. Right? Number one is, God is doing great things. Number two is, God is very merciful to us. That is the one of you. You do not know the reason what to worship and how to worship. Why I should worship? God is merciful, you have to worship. If you understand, if you acknowledge it, if it is from your heart... It will force you to worship Him. That is the reason for it. So, mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generations. Our world celebrates the rich, the well-to-do, the people of the top. Yes, the world look at it in that way. But Lord, look at it in other way. So, God operates in the paradoxes. His ways are not our ways. He is not impressed by our knowledge, by our accumulation of goods, by our catering to the wealthy. No. God gives mercy to those who reverse His name, to acknowledge His name. Whoever they are, whatever they are, they may look poor, 
but God knows their name. God knows you. God knows you by your name. God knows you by your heart. God knows you by your heart is not in the outward, even inside. The depth of your heart is known to Him. But, when and only when you open that heart unto Him, He will hear you, He will answer you, He will fulfill that heart desire. Is it you? Say louder amen to Him. Thirdly, 54 and 55, keeping his promises. Why we have to praise him, how we have to praise him or worship him? Keeping his promises. Our God is God of promise. We have a God who always keeps his word. Mary shifts from an individual prayer to a prayer for her nation. Here, what she says, 54 and 55, He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. So, our God is, we know, and we say, and we repeat in our prayers, he is God, he is the God of promise. And all his promises are yes and amen. Is it in your life yes and amen? His God promises are there? We are. So, there are abundance of promises. But we are always concerned about the promises and the blessing. But not the precepts. Every promises has the condition too. Yes? Yeah. And uh, even though God is faithful and He has fulfilled His promises, whatever said concerning you personally, concerning your family, concerning on a relation to the church, even to the nation, God always there. He is faithful. He will fulfill it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. The example is, as we are in a season of Christmas, just quickly I will give you the quotes. The ancient prophet Isaiah said this, Messiah would be born of virgin. Isaiah 7.14 Micah foretold the woe the bo- he will born in Bethlehem. Micah 5.2 Daniel talk about the timetable of the Messiah's arrival. That we read from Daniel 9.24-27 Daniel 9.24-27 Isaiah spoke of suffering servant who would save his people. That we read in Isaiah 52, verse 13 and 53, 12. It's a long passage. Moses promised a 
prophet like him to deliver the people that we read in Deuteronomy chapter 18 15 to 19 Zechariah the prophet predicted this prophet would come riding on a donkey that we know from Zechariah 9:9 and he is the same he said he will be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver Zechariah 11 12 to 13 and the same he said he would be pierced Zechariah 12:10 so it goes on the many prophecies concerning jesus christ was fulfilled the same way whatever god has always i used to thank god whatever you said about the world what i whatever i am seeing whatever i am hearing is the fulfillment of god promises concerning the world concerning the nations i believe like that but i i think you don't believe anything now notice it hundreds of years before god sent messiah he reminds us isaiah 55 verse 8 what did he say for my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are your ways or my ways says the lord verse 9 for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts is it the promise for you god may not answer you according to your timetable according to what you wanted but he is never late but he is always right on time In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 20 Paul writes For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through through us For no matter how many promises God made but they are yes in Christ Jesus So we have a lot to praise God at this Christmas or this season and with Mary we can praise God who gives us every good things we can praise God who gives mercy to those who fear him and we can praise God who always keeps his word Christmas is all about God keeping his word find god's will in his word get to know bible and his promises as well as young mary as she knew and we allow god's promises to flow into your life and store them in your heart god always keeps his word but let us also look at the other side of mary mother of jesus christ in what situation and circumstances she is expressing her joy teaching us to praise and glorify the lord this is the climax of this message 
even though she started with my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit has re- rejoiced in god my savior she started with what we have seen in one side what always what we see in the first place but always there is other side of it what is the other side of it god has a plan for <coughs> god has a supernatural purpose in her life the christmas story is begin with young uneducated girl from a low background from a village mary is born to a poor parents in a small village and she is a teenager when she found she was pregnant but pregnant unmarried just imagine if it is the case the angel spoke to her personally what would be the reaction of the parents what would be the acceptance of the community if one teenager got pregnant without a husband without a without marriage or without husband just imagine most of the parents are having teenage daughters if your daughter get pregnant what will be your reaction how much she should have felt within her how can i go and tell what will be the reaction of the own parents do they believe it do they accept it if you are a parents imagine now i am telling you the truth if one of your daughter got pregnant without marriage without knowing her husband you do not know who is the husband do you enter yeah allow her to enter in your home you will chase her out you tell me who is the husband who is the boy am i right am i right this is practical how much the community will treat how much the community will treat them they might have chased the whole family out what is this so much of pain maybe the what how it is going to happen already god has said but he, she kept everything in her heart and very patient after three months she is visiting there elizabeth even elizabeth case also it is another thing that is also questionable so as mary's case in 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 in, in uh, elizabeth case she was called barren the bible says in the old age she got pregnant that is itself a very questionable and in her case she is very young teenage she got pregnant but no husband the difference between elizabeth and mary this pregnancy is a very questionable and unbearable and uh, with fear so much of uh, uh, what do you call uh, 
uh, our mind should be always there may be time of confusion how it is going to so many things unpredictable things with all with all she is telling us god is great god is great god please does great things praise him god is always merciful we have to praise him god is always his promises are yes and amen we have to praise him god fulfill his promises that may be the conclusion of our expression of our faith what god promised to her personally it will fulfill and also how she got all these things and as i said she quoted from anna the mother of samuel that means she know the word she knew the word from the old testament and she and she is quoting about abraham so she is aware of all those things so in short we will know we will conclude that she is aware and more knowledgeable about god's word that made her to believe and accept whatever god said even though she is going through she will she is facing so many obstacles and unacceptance by the community or by the parents she is stand firm in our faith to see and joyfully the son of god is going to come from her god has chosen her so elizabeth you know about her and she because of her faith she has given yeah 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 um, john the baptist and because mary and the savior has came to this world so why we wanted to say whatever the situation you are whatever i don't think any one of us facing a problem or a difficulty or a hard situation like mary faced but mary rejoiced she said my soul magnifies my spirit rejoices so forget about all those things hold on to god promise god will help us to rejoice and celebrate and thanksgiving started from this month the first week that will end even the end and whatever you are expecting from god god will speak to you god will fulfill your desires believe in god god bless you praise the lord how long does it take you to quickly recognize what god is doing in your life in a short very short time mary quickly recognized what the lord is doing and she testified as we have read in that 46 to 55 in that look look one she testified receiving salvation that is in 47 she appreciate god in verse 46 and she received god's word in verse 49 and she recognized the power of god in verse 51 and in verse 53 Her emptiness was filled with God's power. And finally in 54 she was mindful of mercy. How long does it take you 
to recognize what God is doing. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Let's close our eyes as we pray. We bless you for this message. We thank you for your son that you have used. We give you all glory and adoration. Father, we pray you have used your son this day. Continue to use him more in Jesus' name. Increase him in your word. Increase him in your knowledge in Jesus' name. And every message we have had from January to this time, Father, we pray that they shall be fruitful in our life as we celebrate in the last month of the year in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. It's time for the communion. Quickly, turn your Bible to First Corinthians 11. First Corinthians 11, 23 to 30. For I have received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he, has be, he was betrayed, took bread, 24, and when he had thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 25, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. 27. Therefore, whosoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But as a man examine himself, so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he has eat for he who eats and drinks in a worthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not designing the lost body. Thirty, for this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. Now what is communion? Very quickly Communion is sacrament that Jesus instructs us to do. That is, his follower. We should do this. That is what he wants us to do. Holy Communion was a holy event that the disciples had with Jesus. That's during the Passover. Then, Jesus Christ established that we should continue this in his remembrance. Holy Communion is a reminder to us of what Jesus has done on this earth. So from that scripture that we have read, communion is more than sharing of the, blood, of the bread and wine. When you look at verse 23 to 25, it's talking about looking back. There are moments in our life that we look to look back at our life itself. There are special events where we look back. Some of us are wedding night, our wedding day, or when we had our sh- our first child or children. So, the Holy Communion in that 23 to 25 is reminding us to look back and think of what has happened in the past. But our, pres- our presence, we should, be, we should have gratitude to God. That is what we should have mind for. 
we should always look at our presence and have gratitude to what God has done in our life. So for each one of us, the greatest essential moment in our life, when we ask Jesus Christ to come into our life, that is the greatest moment that we have to look back. This is the time I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. So his body like the bread was broken. His blood like the wine was poured out. So we should not forget that moment that we turn on to God. 26 is talking about you looking forward. The lost table is just, it's not just about looking back. Also, you need to look forward. Remember where you are coming from and remember where you are going is much more important. And we are talking about the kingdom of God. So, at the table, we need to keep remembering the hope that we have for the future. Praise the Lord. So, in verse 27 to 30, you have to examine yourself, looking inward. You have to examine yourself, whether you were, you, 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 you worthy of taking that. You need to examine yourself. We must also examine ourselves to see where we are. How is our relationship with Christ? You are not just coming here to take it. You need to establish and examine yourself, your relationship with Christ. It is important to search our mind and our heart. If Jesus was to return today, will you be ready to meet him? So as you partake in this communion, brethren, continue to search your mind. Continue to think deeply, inward. As we close our eyes, let's begin to examine ourselves. Where are those areas that you want God to touch you as you partake in this communion? What are those areas that you need to improve your relationship with God? Tell God, Lord, as I take this, revive me. Revive my soul. I'm not just doing this as a ritual, as monthly things, but I'm doing it to establish myself firmly in you. Talk to God. That God, as I partake in this, let your love, let your fear, let it continue to grow in my life. Think back and look forward and begin to ask yourself, confess your sin. You know this area of your life that you need to confess your sin. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. As we partake in this communion, Father, let it be firmly established in our heart to fear you, to love you, and to move away from sin in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless the bread, we bless the wine, and let it be fruitful in our life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Uh, the usher will direct you and guide you as you come to take this. God bless you. Praise, 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 praise,
worthy to be exalted because he is the king of kings the lord of lords he is the great and mighty god amen we can thank and praise god for the greatest gift that was given to us the gift of jesus the greatest thing that heaven treasured was sent for you and me during this time our god is a good god is a loving father we thank god number 1 for the cross we need to thank him for the death of christ on that cross we need to thank him for the burial we need to thank him for the resurrection of jesus and also we need to thank him that he's coming soon for you and me the greatest gift he is going to take us home amen we must thank god for the communion that we just took part in the bread represents the body that was broken for you and me his body was marked with the lashes and every lash that he took at that time he thought of you and me you and i were on his mind when he was receiving those lashes on his body the cup the wine that represents the blood that was shed for you and for me he remembered you he remembered you and me every moment and every second while he was on that cross you were on his mind he only thought of you he came to prepare a place to take us back to where we belong amen we thank him for the stripes and every stripe that he took represents every disease that is here on earth that you and i can claim the blood and say lord thank you by your stripes i am healed amen let's bow our heads and we ask the lord father watch over your children this week as they have partaken in the breaking of the bread and the drinking of the wine lord you will bring life and not death unto them lord god you will bring resurrection you will bring restoration to them lord god father we have asked you to bless every family with peace and joy every family will have communion in pure love and fellowship Daddy, we lift up everyone who's looking for a job, who's waiting earnestly, Lord God. We pray for them, and we lift up every family that is having financial situations. Lord, answer their prayers. Daddy, the ones who are going through exams or going to attend exams, we ask you to give them the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding, Father. Father, we pray for those who are who are on the verge of making major decisions. Lord, guide them. We pray for every sick person in bed that they will receive their healing. Father, we pray for our for our pastor who shared the word with with us just now. We pray more of your anointing upon his life, Lord God, upon his family, Lord God. Father, every time he waits and he sits in your presence and every time he prostrates himself before you, you will reveal you will reveal to him, Lord God. And Father, we pray great secrets will be come to him lord god through your holy spirit in jesus name we pray all newcomers don't forget after the service
on my left, the first door, there will be one of our pastors waiting to greet you. You're going to have a wonderful week this week. Your week is going to be extraordinary. Your week is going to be a blessed week. Signs and wonders will be your portion this week. Surprises will be your portion this week. Healing will be your portions this week. Great and mighty things are going to happen this week in your life in Jesus' name. Expect it and receive it in Jesus' name. To God be the glory. To God be the glory alone. That when you come again, you'll come dancing into His presence. For what He is going to do in your life. Let us share the grace and the fellowship. May the grace and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. One more time. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. For the last time, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May that be your portion in Jesus' name.